0: Welcome, and thanks for checking out the Living Word Family Church Sermon Podcast. Before we get to the message, we'd like to invite you to check out Living Word Family Church if you don't already have a church home. For more information, you can check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. Hello folks, welcome to Wednesday night. Uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to all the veterans out there that might be listening today. Uh, thank you for your service, and uh We're still in the army of the Lord, so there's a lot going on that we need to be fighting for. So I just want to talk to you tonight. I want to finish up the message that I started about five or six weeks ago, but before I get into that, I want to talk to you a little bit about what's going on in our nation, for the heart and soul of our nation. We need to be praying. I hope you're still praying. The battle rages on. Uh, The fight isn't over regardless of who wins the election. It's continued. Uh, ever since Adam and Eve fell in the garden, it's been a, it's been a battle. But I want to just quickly read uh, what Pastor Scott uh, focused on a little bit about arming up. I want to read this. I'll continue to read it and, and for uh, much as, uh, uh, quite often. It says in Ephesians, Paul's writing to the Ephesian church at, at churches Ephesus, and he says, Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in an evil day and having done all to stand. Now he's telling us, put on the armor of God every day. We need to armor ourselves. If there wasn't a battle, we wouldn't have to arm ourselves, but God, Paul's saying that through the power of the Holy Spirit, that we're to arm ourselves on a regular basis because we are in a battle. We are in a fight, and if we're not fighting uh, flesh and blood. We're fighting these principalities and powers from on high, evil, evil uh, uh, evilness in, in uh, heavenly places. But it says, stand therefore having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith that w- with which you might be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. How many of you know we have fiery darts coming at us all the time? But thank God. And taking the, helm of the uh, helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always, always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Listen, we have a battle going on, but listen, victory is assured. Jesus is still on the throne. God still sits into heaven and laughs at our, the calamity of what, uh, and chaos of what men bring upon themselves. But we need to pray this, this, uh, this election isn't over. This fight isn't over, but we're fighting for the heart and soul of America. Now, listen, I would encourage you tonight, as we had a prayer meeting a week ago, uh, and I brought out some things to pray about, but we also used it again last night, or or two nights ago on Monday night, uh, for our prayer meeting. But listen, stand against evil. This is what we're to do. We're to stand against evil. That's what it talks about in this Ephesians uh, 6 right here. Expose expose unrighteousness that's what we pray about hold accountable those who practice evil that's nothing wrong with that we're to stand in line to do that that truth would be uh, ex, uh be the nature uh, nature of our nation and and corruption would be exposed so we're to pray like that and we're and right would be right and wrong would be wrong and and whatever comes out of this as pastor scott says if if whoever is the president were to pray for the president. So pray for the president now in the the presidency and the new president, whichever that would be, it would be President Trump or or it would be Biden. So pray, pray for the Supreme Court because this looks like it may end up in a Supreme Court. Pray that they would do their judicial uh, responsibility, take their judicial responsibility to heart and do it right. And and, uh, pray for our military, which was a veterans day pray for our military today we can't defund our military we have to have a strong military with great leaders in in our military pray for the protection of the body of christ and the protection of of our nation from terrorism and pray for the family and pray for the church that the truth would be uh, enlightened our hearts and minds so we want to do all that make sure you do that stay on you know uh stay in 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 uh in the battle, in the, in the fight. Don't give up, amen? <laughs> That's what we're not to do. Never, never give up. Always stand in the battle. But tonight I wanna go ahead and finish this message that I've been talking about, living in fullness every day. And uh, talked about uh, this tonight, I wanna make talk about banking your convictions to addictions. How I many of you know we need to have addictions, <laughs> the right kind of addictions, amen? Amen. But let me read, first of all, where we, uh, the, the theme of the scripture theme that we've been using is Matthew five thirteen through 16 in the Message Bible. Let me tell you why you are here. Boy, this is, this is so important. This is a part of what, of what what I just spoke about, praying and interceding and, and standing in a gap is one of the reasons that we're here. We're in the army. We're, we're, we're a fighting army. We're not one that just sets back and allows the enemy to run over us. Amen. We're here to be the salt seasoning that brings out God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people experience godliness? You lo- you've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. We don't want to end up there. Let it- let's- here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. How many of you know we are the light? We are to bring out the, the multiple colors of God. The, the, the beauty of His His holiness, right in our lives, and, and the lives, and bring it to others. God is not a secret to be kept. We're not. We're going public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a, li- a light stand. Now that I put you on a, on a there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Let your light so shine. Amen. Keep open. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. Be opening up to others. You'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. That's what we're to be. Salt and light. Salt and light. That's what we're to be. Now, uh, we talked about being commissioned. How many of you know we're commissioned? You're in the army of the Lord. You may have not served in the the United States military, but you've been commissioned in the army of the Lord. And uh, we've been given gifts. Amen. We're to go into all the world, preach the gospel and lay hands on the sick, cast out devils and 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 do all those things that God has commanded us to do. But what did I say early on? If you don't use what you got, you, it will rot. If you don't use why, the, the the thing that God has given you to do here in this earth, it will rot. And then I also talked about don't let a setback make make you sit back, arrange for a comeback. How many of you know we, we're... <laughs> When you get defeated and got knocked down, what do we do? We get up. Amen? We keep going. Setbacks come to everyone, but we know that God uh, has put us in a place where we can have victory. Victory is assured. Thanks be unto God, who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. But listen, uh, we have to have a perfect heart. This was talked about Jesus, committed and loyal. In this day and this hour, let's be committed to the things of God. We love our country, but we love God more because that's that's what we're called to do perfect love jesus loved uh only loved the way the father loved we're the love like the jesus loved love has been perfected among us in that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is so we are in the, in this world as he is so are we there's no fear in love perfect love casts out fear perfect hatred for satan i mean you know we need to hate the devil and hate his ways not hate people amen well you know if you go around and say well god god hates so and so and no he doesn't hate so and so the devil hates us so we have to know uh, that god loves us he gave he gave his son for us so let's let's love people but hate hate the ways of the devil and hate hate the devil's uh uh manifestation uh, of, of in people's lives you know uh talked about Proverbs 6.16 to 19 talks about what God hates. Well, we have to hate those things. You come back and read, read them for yourself. Uh, uh, it says six things God hates, and uh, seven are abomination. Things like a proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood. You know, that as much as anything is what this election is about. we talked about that before. We're still talking about it. One platform is for uh, abortion up to the ninth month and, and and, and the other word is, is pro-life. We need to be pro-life. We need to hate the, the ways of the devil. But Satan was there to hinder us, and he goes on to say other things, but he's there to hinder us. But thanks be unto God, we can overcome. They overcame, it says in, in Revelation twelve eleven. they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony and loved not their lives unto themselves. We've got to give up on caring only about ourselves. We, we want God's purposes to be uh, uh, brought to pass in our nation. Perfect faith. How much is perfect faith? When you have a perfect love and a perfect hate for Satan, then you can walk in perfect faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we can walk in faith. He's given us uh, a measure of faith. Now we build our faith. We can strengthen our faith muscles, so to speak, by getting in the word and by speaking the word over ourselves and, and talking about who he is in it, Don't look at where you've been. Look at where he's taken you. Amen. Don't look at your past and say, well, your past can hold you hostage if you allow it to. But you can say, this is who I am now. Thanks be unto God that he changed my life. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Those old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Amen. So James says, do you see that you have faith was working together with his works and by works faith was made perfect. So we know that we can work with, uh, in faith. We have faith. Now, you change what I want to talk about just for a few minutes now. Change your convictions and make them addictions. I mean, you know, in this world, many people have a conviction about God. Yeah, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. Yeah, I even said the prayer, you know. But are you addicted to him? Are you addicted to God? That means, to me, when you when you're addicted to something, you can't live without it. You got to have your fix every day. Some people go to Starbucks every day. Got to have that Starbucks coffee or whatever they get, their their latte or whatever. Or it may be, uh, it it may be any number of things. You you're addicted to a certain TV show and you can't. Can't miss that TV show. You just feel lost if you miss that TV show. Or it could be addicted to things of the world. But listen, we need to be addicted to Jesus Christ. Addicted to him. In 1 Corinthians 16, 13 through 14, watch, stand fast in faith, be brave, be strong. The world has many negative addictions. Let me just read that 1 Corinthians. I got plenty, little time here tonight. I don't want to go too fast that I get lost here. And in first Corinthians, and I'll get over there in a minute. What did I say? Sixteen. I get it here. In verses thirteen through four and fourteen. Watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be strong. Let all you do be done with love. In other words, stand fast, be strong, be addicted. You know, well, some people say, well, I go to church. Well, the devil goes to church <laughs> right along with a lot of people. But if you're addicted to Jesus, you have to have more of him. We sing, we've we sang songs, more of your love, more of your power, more of your presence in my life. We used to sing that song. We haven't sung it, sang it for a long time. But that's what we need in our life. And if it becomes an addiction, you got to get in the presence of God. It's like, man, if I don't have time with the Lord, if I'm not reading the scripture, if I'm not doing what I know he wants me to do, uh, you're convicted of who he is, but you're not addicted to who he is. So we need to do that. Christians need heavenly addictions. Well, first of all, like I just said, we need to be addicted to Jesus. People addicted to Jesus will be involved with him on a daily basis, not just once in a while, not just I go to church or I tune into a a uh, Christian radio or a TV station or once in a while. No, we want to be addicted to him on a daily basis and participate in his purposes. He is the purpose. We have a we're a, we have assignments. His purpose was to come into all the whole world and, and 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 show how the kingdom was and and uh save bring a salvation to this earth. And now our assignment is to go around participating in what his purpose was he has a purpose we have an assignment number two we need to be addicted to heaven listen to what it says in colossians 3 2 set your mind on things above not on things of this earth well over in the amplified bible it says this set your mind and keep focus habitually on things above listen now listen you've heard that statement of Uh, to be so heavenly minded, you're no earthly good. I don't really know too many people like that. If you're heavenly minded, you will be earthly good. That's just the way it is. But it goes on to say, habitually on the things above, the heavenly things, not on things that are on the earth, which only have a temporal value. Listen, where I'm standing at tonight in this room, it's all going to be gone. Everything that, that, that I've ever had, one day will all be gone. It's all going to burn. It's all gonna, there'll be a new heaven, a new earth, but this earth is going to pass away as we know it. But there'll be a new one. So we can't keep our mind on, well, I'm just thinking about the things that I have. And, you know, those things are going to pass away. But if we have addiction to heaven, we will renew our mind to heavenly things and not be dominated by darkness. Renew our mind to heavenly things oh my goodness, if there was ever a time we need to renew our minds to the things of God, to the truth, what's it say over in Romans twelve two? Be not conformed to this world. Let's not conform to the, to the uh, one, uh, uh, to, to political parties and conform to uh, just whatever way the enemy wants to take us. Let's conform, to, not conform to the world, but be transformed. Let's be transformed by what? By the renewing of our minds amen we have a mind what's the old saying i used to the advertisement it was for the i believe it was for the negro college fund that's what they said uh, a mind is a terrible thing to lose or waste a mind is a terrible thing to waste but how many of you know we can waste our mind on things that don't mean a lot but when we stand before jesus it's going to be good to hear him say well done you you carried out the assignment that that was given you you are addicted to my my purposes, amen? That's what, uh, what we need to look forward to, addicted to love. Let me, let me just read this real quick. How can we be addicted to love? You know, love uh, uh, wipes out a multitude of sins, does it not? But in 1 Corinthians, and you know this chapter uh, here perfectly well, but in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, It says this, it's the love chapter. But I just wanna remind you of what it says because it's important to remind ourselves on a regular basis because how easy it is to allow our mind to go somewhere else. Let me just start uh, right in verse four. Here's what love does. Well, I mean, verse three. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. So what, here's verse four. Love suffers long and is kind. Wow. How we need that in the body of Christ today. Amen. We need that in the body of Christ. Love does not envy. We shouldn't be looking at somebody else envying what they have and, and, and things. We ought to be listening to what God says about our life and live that life according to what he says. Love does not prate itself. It is not puffed up. We shouldn't get haughty and and prideful about what God has done in our life. We should be a testimony about his goodness, about how he changed our life, but not haughty about it. Does not behave rudely. Boy, we need that in our country today, don't we? Does not seek its own, Is not provoke. Thanks no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. There it is again. Rejoices in the truth. We need to rejoice when the truth comes out. That's why this whole thing we're seeing right now with the, with the election. We want the truth to come out. Well, we can live, as it's been said, we can live with the truth. But we want to make sure it is the truth. Amen. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. Love never fails. How many of you know love never fails? God so loved us. His love doesn't fail. Amen. He still loves us today. So we, as I read that, love never fails. Faith works by love. A house built on love and God's word will never fail. If you need a lift, what, what do we need to do? Use our lift, a gift. Amen. We've been given gifts to use, not to hide them under a bushel, not to, not to hide the light under a bushel, not to hide our gifts under a bushel. We've been given things that God has given us to help uh, promote the kingdom of God here on the earth. That's, that's what we're to do. Wherever you're at tonight, whatever, you, whatever your condition in life, know this, he has given you gifts to use in the kingdom of God for the good of others. Amen? Amen. If overwhelmed, saddened, perplexed, outraged over, over life, use your gift. In 1 Peter four ten, it says, as each one has received a gift, uh, minister it to one another a good steward of the manifold grace of God. Romans uh, 12, 1 through 8, and 1 Corinthians 12 uh, tells us more about the gifts that God has bestowed upon man, uh, upon his body. Amen? Now, if you don't use what you, your gift, you will drift. How many of you know we have a purpose? You know, what happens with people in the world that don't understand their purpose in life? They just kind of drift through life. But when you find your purpose in Christ, when you find your purpose in the kingdom of God, when you find your purpose in the church, when you begin to give out rather than always take in, you'll begin to walk and, and uh, you won't drift away. You won't drift away. right, you, I've probably said this before, but I'll tell you what, when people come into this church and, and begin to put their hands to something, they won't turn away and run off very quickly. They might get offended. They might get hurt feelings or something sometimes, but they, they got a purpose here. We've got people that, uh, that have come here and, and put their hand to something and taken it on for themselves, and it's very difficult to run off because I got a job here. I got a place here. Listen, that's what we're to do, but when you don't have that, when you don't put, give your time and, and energies and gifts to, to the body of Christ, guess what? Some little thing come along, and and you stub your toe a little bit, or somebody hurts your feelings, or you get offended, it is so easy to blow up and blow out and go on down the road. That's exactly what the enemy wants you to do. What we should do is say, Lord, if somebody has offended you, help them. Forgive them, Lord, I forgive them, and get up and go on. Listen, that's the way life should be anyway. But if you don't use your gift, you're gonna drift. Use your gift or you will sift. In other words, what Peter said in Luke 22, 31 and 32, Jesus said to Peter that Satan wanted to sift him. That means separate him from Jesus. How many of you know that's what the enemy wants to do to you tonight? He wants to separate you from God himself, from the love of Jesus Christ and from the purpose that God has given you in this life. Amen. So don't allow that. Use your gift, whatever that is. Be an encouragement to somebody. If you can't get out and do something, if you're home by a lock, call somebody. Encourage somebody else. Tell them there is hope in beyond the scope of human reality in Jesus Christ. Talk to people. Encourage people about the gospel. Amen. Use your gift, or you can cause a rift. How many of you know you can cause a rift? You can cause a a separation. In that, in that, uh, over in Proverbs six, it says one of the things that God hates is one that. Uh, causes discord amongst the brethren. That's called a rift. Amen. Galatians 5 14 and 15. You shall love your neighbor as yourself, but if you bite and devour one another in biting, vickering, uh, and strife, beware lest you be consumed by one another. That's causing a rift. Amen. We don't want to cause a rift. So we're really to use our gift so we won't drift and won't be sifted by the enemy, and we, can, we won't certainly cause a rift. So that's the kind of way you live your life wide open is we have purposes that God has given us that we, we should live a certain way. Why does he do that? Because he knows better than we do. Listen, let me just go forth back over what we've talked about in these last few weeks about how to live your life and to the, every day to the fullest. Listen, if you don't use what you got, it will rot. How many of you know that? We've talked about it uh, over again. Use what you got for the kingdom of God. Don't let a setback make you sit back, but arrange for your comeback. If you're, Pastor Scott uh, gives the altar call every week, but he also talked about if you're not serving God the way you should be serving God, say tonight, Lord, forgive me. Help me to get back on track. Help me to be, uh, not to be derailed. As an old railroader here, not to be derailed or don't be in the ditch. Get a spiritual tow truck. Get the Holy Ghost to come pull you out. In Jesus' name, help you lift you out of it, change your convictions and make them addictions. Amen. We need to be addicted to Jesus, addicted to Jesus. The more I have of Him, the more I want Him. Amen. That's what. That's what I. I forget that. Uh, I forget the exact scripture, but the more I, I think it was uh, Isaiah, the more I. Uh, but talking about the more he had of Him, the more he wanted. But if you need a lift, use your gift. Don't be. Don't be uh, caught up. Short, Why don't we, this life is short. We've been given uh, great things to use for the kingdom. The seed you sow is the only seed that will grow. You have to know that. Amen. You put that seed in the ground, you let it begin to grow, work with it. And listen to this. You can be exempt, exempted when you're tempted. How many of you know that? Praise God. what you feed on in your heart will determine where, whether or not you will fall apart whether you fall apart, what you're feeding on. What are you feeding on tonight? Are you feeding on what the word of God says? Are you feeding on uh, the things of God? Or are you feeding on the, way, the things of the world? Are you too much intake of the things of the world? Uh, uh, you know, what do they say? Uh, inf- too much wrong information in causes a wrong output. And that's what happens sometimes. So be careful what you're hearing. Why ask why? Begin to prophesy. What's that mean? begin to speak over yourself what god has already said in him who i am in him I'm, i live and move and have my very being in christ jesus this is who i am <laughs> the old things have passed away i am behold all things anew i'm greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world i can do all things through christ who strengthens me great is the lord and and and, and great is his love for me but it's also my love for others is great you can do all those things. You can begin to do those things and know that God has a great plan and purpose for your life and it will carry it out. And then that, there again, when you get stand before him, you're gonna be judged on what you've done what he's given you in this life. Amen. So let's don't, let's don't be falling short. Let's get up and do what God's called us to do. Stand strong for, for the things of the kingdom. Stand strong for our nation. Amen. Our prayers mean a whole lot. We authorize God to come in and work on our behalf when we call out to him, amen? So let's just pray before we get off here. Father, we thank you. We're in perilous times, Paul said, but not so perilous that you're, still, that you're off the throne. You set in the heavens and laugh, but you also give us the power to stand strong in this day and this hour. We stand strong with the, our nation today. May it not be divided, may, may there be an awakening, may there be a revival in the church, may, may there be a revival in my life and those that are hearing this message tonight. We just thank you for always being there for us because you said you'd never leave us or forsake us. That's a word we can count on forever and ever. So we give you all the praise for that tonight. Listen, I thank you so much for who you are in Jesus' name. Now be blessed tonight and know that God be for you who can be against you. We'll see you next time. Be blessed. Thanks for listening. We hope that this message encouraged and equipped you in your walk with Christ.